Hello, it is me again, Robo Veronica, your BFF5 ever. Welcome to part two of the pilot comparison. Hope you enjoy. This draft has two coaches, which is what it's like in the comics. There's like two gym teachers. There's Coach Coach Cleats with a K and Coach Clayton, which say that five times fast. Coach um, Cleats and <laughs> Coach Cleats and Co- Co- I can't. Did you say <laughs> Coach Clit? <laughs> I think I did, but I didn't mean to. <laughs> coach Clit. We're talking. That's about- the coach in the porn. No. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> We're talking about uh, Archie getting his jersey number, whatever. Yeah. Um, and he's like, what? Why? Why would I join Varsity? Why not Moose or Reggie? And the, f- the coach flat out says, we carry Mantle because his father subsidizes our department. And Moose, God bless, isn't bright enough for Varsity. Oh. Why would you ever say that to a student? Also, since when do you have to be mental level to play football? Yeah, what the fuck? Does he just, like, <laughs> he, he just cannot, like, understand, like, anything at all that's like, happening? I don't understand. It's like, oh, no, whoa, is this Jason's? And it's like, yeah, you'd, you'd get his locker number. Uh, cool. And then this lands on Archie. He'd be the Dead Boys replacement. Whoa. The Dead Thank Boys you. replacement. Very tactful. We... In the final version, we cut to Betty and Veronica, like, getting in their uniforms, like, oh, yay, we did it. Yeah. In the first one, post-triads, post-shower, Betty and Veronica, in towels, backs to each other. As Veronica combs out her wet hair, Betty looks over her shoulder tentatively. I know the circles you ran with in New York, and they're not me, so why are you doing this? Why are being nice? (laughs) There is a typo. Why are being... Why are being nice? Why are being nice? (laughs) Then they're just, like, in towels for this little exchange. Why? And they share some shit with each other. Because um, Veronica's, like, the... Like, I used to be, like, Cheryl, whatever. Betty's, <laughs> Betty says, um... She's got that line that I still like in both versions. Jason hurt Polly, but it's my mom who broke her. Yeah. So she says she finishes... Um, she's, like... She feels like she's under, quote, some pressure. Like, to not be, like... Polly, Veronica says, some pressure? You're like Katniss Everdeen before a reaping. Okay. Once again, that movie came out in 2012. Yeah. Uh, then Cheryl comes over and she says, oh good, the Sweet Valley High twins are still here. I have something for both of you. And then we get them in their uniforms. Sweet Valley High is a reference to like a series of books about two twin sisters just going through life. It's from like mid 20th century they don't look alike. Cheryl's a twin. Yeah. I don't know why she'd call them twins. Yeah, how did we get She misses here? her twin. I'm deeply confuzzled. Yeah, me too. They're like, Archie, go to the dance with us. Ah, ha ha ha. And Veronica's speech in the first one ends with, Resistance is futile, tiger. We'll text you T and P. Time and place. So glad they cut uh... T and P because that's straight up toilet paper. We're at the Pembroke. And in the final version, it's like, oh no, Hermione gets this bag. And it's like, what's that? It's a bag full of money. Oh no, Hiram. In this version, oh god, Hermione goes into a bit more detail because she's had a bad day looking for work. And everywhere she... Yeah, well, when you're a fucking bitch, they don't want to work with you. Yeah, apparently, he, Smithers is like, how was your day, ma'am? And she's like, or was the day better? And she says, no, Smithers, worse. <laughs> I was even slapped today. That was fun. When? I know! When Who slapped happen? you? Why? Every single place I'd go to apply for a job, the moment they hear who I am, who my husband is, it was naive of me to think this would be this would play out any other way. And then he's quiet for a second. And then he goes, I'm due a 15-minute break, ma'am. Which is great. <laughs> Except that that's actually sort of code. Because we cut to... No... I'm so fucking afraid. I'm so fucking scared right now. Hermione and Smithers. No. Around the side of the building next to some dumpsters. No. Smoking tightly rolled joints. Oh. Okay, I'm coming back. Because you thought they weren't fucking. Yeah, I was really, really afraid. I was like, I cannot deal with Hermione and Smithers having sex with each other. Uh, 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 Along with all else that's gone on. 
I simply won't stand for that. <laughs> in both versions, she calls him a godsend. In one, it's because, like, he helps her take her stuff in. In this version, it's because I guess he can roll a fat blunt. <laughs> That is hilarious. I know. I actually do kind of like that. Yeah. I and wish, then I love the idea of Hermione <laughs> Smithers just smoking up. And we get a, That's a little hilarious. Yeah. She she does she has a little line where it's like eh, everyone hates us but you don't hate us do you Smithers which is like oof awkward. Yeah. And he says no ma'am your husband always took care of me and my family. <laughs> Who the fuck is his family? Mm-hmm. He helped me buy my own apartment in the Pembroke in the back not much of a view but it's ours so whatever you need. I don't know if that means his family has an apartment or if he if the if the lodges are living in his apartment. I'm not sure but good yeah. for Smithers. Um So like what is a doorman? You know, I was handhook thought... hand, hand card doorman. I fucked it up. Here, listen. <laughs> I always sort of thought, and I could be wrong. Like, I could be completely, like, I actually don't know what a doorman is, but I assumed he is someone who sort of, like, opens doors. Mans the door. Mans the door. <laughs> he's, he's maybe, you know, he maybe has some other duties along with that. But like, <laughs> but like, I would assume that the door in question would be like the door of the Pembroke, which would be the whole building, right? So, <laughs> has Smithers been here this whole time, or did he go with them to New York? I think in this first, I don't understand. Like, and yeah. my confusion is largely that I don't actually know what a doorman is in this early version. Veronica gets introduced to Smithers, so it sounds like he lives here, and they went to, like, the one place of refuge they had, but they changed it later on. Okay. I, I still don't really The logistics here are a little messy. Yeah. <laughs> At best, I'd say. Andrew's boys have a chat, um... Boys! Because Fred's like, hey, you're really shitty at lying. Um, the coach just said you can't do football because you're doing construction, and that's the opposite of what you told me. So, um, what's what's up? What's and the then truth? who are you? Who are you lying to, basically? Yeah. And Archie says neither, both, shit. And then <laughs> eloquent as always. And then he, <laughs> our singer songwriter in residence, folks, <laughs> poet. They're not poems. They're songs, and it's different. <laughs> And then he admits to Fred, it's like, I want to do music. Fred has a line in this earlier version that I really wish they kept, which is processing. No. Uh, processing. <laughs> Fred's the robot in this version. <laughs> and that means you can't play football or work with me. Yeah. Which is such a good point. And that must have been why they cut it. Because yeah, like, that's well, a we really, can't, it's like. We can't make a, God forbid we make a good point in this show. Oh nothing God. you have told me precludes, like, you doing anything that's else. The thing. I remember talking about that when we first, like, did this episode. And, like, we're first talking about Archie. Like, you can have multiple interests at once. Like, you can, you can have. There isn't you, just the one thing. You can have hobbies. You can have hobbies. And those hobbies can later on become goals in your life. But you're allowed to have them. Well, Archie already has... And you're has, allowed to have more than one. Archie already has an hobby, which mm-hmm. I believe is punching. Right. Yeah, that's fair. That's a fair <laughs> point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. They have a longer conversation in the earlier version. Fred's way more passive-aggressive, and Weird. I'm not super for it. They have an exchange, though, where... But that makes sense, considering how <sighs> weirdly mean everyone is in this draft. That's very true, actually. Yeah, like... So true. <laughs> Uh, Archie... I'm surprised Smithers isn't a total <laughs> fucking douchebag in this draft either. No, like, but he's chill. He knows yeah, how to hang. He's the one chill He guy. knows how to roll. A fat boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, thrilled for him. A Someone ja- in this show deserves to smoke a fat one. <laughs> a jazz cigarette for you, madam. <laughs> uh, but they do have a point where Archie almost tells Fred what's going on. Like, he gets much closer, and Fred's like, hmm. What, Archie? Tell me. If something's wrong, I can help. Mm-hmm. And Archie says, you can't, Dad. You actually can't. Not this time. I hate that they cut that, um, because it's little, and, I don't know, it gets... 
It's like the, again, it gives us like an Archie thing where Fred has an earlier line where it's like, what are you going to do? Like six more months, you're going to change your, change your mind maybe. And it's like, I don't know if that's a reference to teenagers being changeable or if it's like Archie changes his mind, which he does all the time. Yeah. But it's like, that gives us information. It's like, okay, these two used to talk to each other a lot. They used to be close. Yeah. And suddenly they're distant. Yeah. Um, I think his closing, Fred's closing speech in the new one is better. Mm. It doesn't end with, like, the, so, good luck to you, let me know what you decide, and it's uh, like, that's really shitty. It ends with the, yeah. whatever you decide, be confident enough in it that you don't have to lie. Bless. Yeah, that's a wholesome dad thing. From our sad dilf. <laughs> <laughs> Another Cooper house scene. Betty comes home, Alice and Polly are screaming at each other. As always. She's wearing this, uh, the uniform, though, still cheerleading. And as soon mm. as they see her, they're just like, and then they're like, the fuck are you doing? Uh-huh. Um, Alice says, I don't need another Polly Betty. One train wreck's enough. Yikes. Polly says, I'm the train wreck. Mom, open your medicine cabinet. The only person in Riverdale more medicated than me is you. Ugh. Wow. 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 Just a very healthy family. Yeah, here. I guess the deal is all the women in this family are drugged, and that's a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, Betty has a moment where she stands up for herself where it's like, I'm trying to be perfect. I have a perfect daughter, perfect everything. It's not all about you. I'm doing this for me. And then uh, Alice gets, you guessed it, mean. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, what a surprise. Because she hears that it's like, oh, you're talking with Veronica? And then and Betty's like, no, she's trying to be nice. <laughs> Alice goes, oh, you think so? You think she's your friend? You think Cheryl will be? Well, let me tell you, girls like Cheryl and Veronica Lodge, they don't like girls like you. And okay. then Betty's just like, I'm going in my room! This is not the first time we've heard about girls like you or girls that like talked about Betty and I'm not sure what they're getting at. Are they yeah. talking about just social status? Yeah, I don't know. It's because uh, it's clearly not that she's like ugly, quote unquote. Yeah, like is it just that she's like shy and like kind of awkward? Like, I don't get it either. No, but that's all cut, so great. Yeah, well, then you cares i guess (laughs) archie betty and veronica arrive arm in arm and the moment is like cinderella arriving at the ball carrie arriving at the prom before the bucket of blood stop talking about carrie and also yeah i assumed before (laughs) the bucket of blood roberto (laughs) yeah kind of you need to spell that out for me like i assumed as much it would be weird if it was like after the bucket of blood (laughs) was the vibe as they got to the dance but you know where he does actually say that straight up after life with archie cheryl comes out covered in blood and someone's like whoa she's like carrie after the prom and it's like guy you gotta let this one go (laughs) i know it's your only screenplay like for an movie but you gotta let this one go. <laughs> so obsessed with Carrie. Yeah. You know how Veronica has that got off a line about being in a post-James Franco world? Ugh. In the other one, replaced with, well, that's not the Met Ball. Oh my god, you've been? Twice. And a Wintour's daughter follows me on Instagram. And then <sighs> that leads to exposition where Archie's like, who the fuck is she talking about? And Betty's like, oh, it's the editor-in-chief of Vogue, actually. It's okay if you don't know that. And then Archie's like, oh, fuck, I gotta go talk to Miss Grundy. And everyone goes, what an incredibly pertinent piece of dialogue. I'm so glad we have this. What a This really does a lot for this show as a whole. But oops, we cannot talk about Vogue or Instagram. Nope. Kevin comes over to Betty. He rescues her because... Archie and Veronica have left her alone. Like, oh, great. Now assholes. Kevin's back to be mean at her some more. Uh, yeah. No, he has that God. shit line about being propositioned <clears throat> in the bathroom by Moose. Yeah. The, his name may be, give you a hint, his name may be Moose, but I'm describe a certain appendage of his as horse-like, which I hate. That is a terrible, terrible line. It's just upsetting. It's, I don't, let's not. Let's not. I don't want to, I don't want a horse- I don't want a horse. Don't. I don't want a horse. I won't. I simply. Have you ever seen? Um, yeah, ever seen a horse? <laughs> have you ever seen um the the show? I think you should leave with Tim Robinson. No. Oh, it's no, like a sketch so. comedy show. Mm-hmm. It's pretty. I find it pretty hit hit or miss. Mm. 
as all sketch comedy. Fair enough. Um, but there's one where uh, he's like the the bit is that like there it's a, like a what is it called like a ranch that's what it is, and like you can go ride horses at the ranch and it's like a it's supposed to be a commercial and it's like. Um, a couple, like, sitting on the horses together, and then, like, the, they both, like, look down at, like, the horses, like, penises, <laughs> and, and the woman keeps talking about, like, how big the horse's dick is, and the guy's, like, feeling really emasculated, <laughs> and then it cuts to, like, the, another horse ranch where it's, like, our horses are, like, carefully bred to have smaller penises than yours, you'll never feel, <laughs> oh my god, you'll never feel emasculated when you ride our horses, and it just, that just made me think of that. Wow. Yeah, I've taken you on a journey today. Small so. dick horses. Yeah. I'm so I'll sorry. send that to you later. No, it's okay. No, no I will. <laughs> uh, we don't get that line in the earlier one, thank God. Yeah, we actually God. have no tryst of Kevin with Moose. In this version, Kevin arriving with the hot guy who glanced him during the assembly. It, is this how we use the word glance? It can't possibly be. I've never heard it used in this way before. No. Do you want to know who this guy's name is? Yeah, I guess. Devin. Devin. <laughs> Devin and Kevin. Could this be? Could this be? Jock Bud 92? The illustrious Bud himself? <laughs> the illustrious Bud. That sounds like a, a really, really sh- bar. It sounds like <laughs> that wants to be fancy. It sounds like a really bad way to describe a woman's <laughs> Oh my god. I want to be incorporeal. <laughs> Miranda has lain down on the floor. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. I have one of those. How could you do that? I know. You have one of those. How could you do that? <laughs> An illustrious bud. <laughs> well, now I have to write an erotic story that includes the term illustrious blood. But, oh! but, 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 not blood, not blood, not blood. Uh, no, 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 not blood, illustrious bud, bud. I mean, blood. it's not really better. I mean, it's <laughs> worse in the context of a erotic, erotic novel. Yeah. Because what's bleeding? What is the content <laughs> warning we have to put for that? <laughs> Upsetting language? <laughs> Upsetting language involving female genitalia? <laughs> and possibly menstruation? Oh, I wasn't... I, wa- I wasn't <sighs> even. But now it is. <laughs> Unclear what's bleeding. Devin Davis <laughs> is from England! <laughs> Well, good for him. <laughs> I bet he knows what an illustrious bud is. And blood, presumably. Well, it's like royal blood. Blue blood, illustrious. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Archie goes over to Miss Grundy. <laughs> Don't panic, Miss Grundy. I'm not single white stalking you. Reference to a movie in 1990 fucking two. Awesome. <laughs> uh... <laughs> And that's... We're really into 92 in this, uh... Yeah, 90s... Yeah, I think the earliest we've gone so far is 84 with the Footloose, right? I don't know. Think... There's so many. Yeah, there's so many. Um, there's... Where he's like, it'll make you deal, we saw something, we heard something, um, if you tutor me, I won't tell anyone. Great. The stage directions come back, the... No, not stage. The action. The comes action. Comes back, uh, with... Fuck. Is Archie blackmailing Miss Grundy? Is that the kind of show we're doing? I don't know, Roberto. You have to tell me that. Look at my note. (laughs) I don't know, Roberto. You tell me. (laughs) Prick. (laughs) Do uh, what? Roberto, you're the one writing this. I can't can't tell you that. (laughs) Also, I know we are. And I wish we weren't. Here we get a cutaway from the dance to... Obviously, Hermione and Alice getting milkshakes at Pops. So figure that out. Obviously. It's specified that Hermione has strawberry and Alice has vanilla. Okay. So clearly that's relevant. Mm-hmm. Uh, they toast the great milkshakes. 
Alice says, when I heard through the grapevine you were back in town, I thought I should reach out. Then when Betty told me she and Veronica were going to the dance, I thought, heck, why not tonight? Heck. Heck is great. <laughs> is hilarious. It makes her sound like, like she's trying to be like a, like a good little waspish housewife. Hermione, even though we didn't always get along in high school. And Alice says, didn't we? Well, maybe we've evolved beyond our high school selves. Oh, that's interesting. Some, some, they knew, some connection, they knew. This, as far as I can tell, is entirely gone in the actual, like, final version. Yeah, like, we do eventually find out that they have a, like, a past. Of course. Because they all grew up in Riverdale. Yeah. So. Just like Joseph uh, Conrad, or whatever is fucking, uh, Con, the janitor. Conway. Yeah. Conrad. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> We see Jughead for the first time in 700 years, because he's still at Pops. Yeah, well, I think he lives there this yeah. episode, honestly. Time means nothing, uh, and so no. he, like, comes out of the washroom, and he sees them sitting in a booth, like, oh, that's weird. Alice says, I'm not one of those biblical types who believes the wife should be punished for the sins of the husband, especially if the wife didn't know the husband was sinning. Did you? Um... I've done many things in my life I'm not proud of, Alice, but I'd never knowingly steal from my family and friends. Knowingly. That's the word, isn't it? The one that makes all the difference. The gulf between guilt and innocence. Alice, what the fuck are you on about right now? <laughs> That's such a shitty line! <laughs> also, Alice, you are the definition of biblical theory. Yes. Alice, you are off the fucking rails. Literally constantly. And then she says, like, Hal and I both went away to university, but we came back because we believe this is, like, a good town... It's give second chances, it forgives or whatever. And Hermione's like, oh, I didn't fucking forgive me. Uh-huh. And then Alice is like, I'll help you find a job because the register gets the job listings before anyone else. Okay. Um, and says, what you and your daughter are doing, moving here on your own, starting over, I have nothing but admiration for that. Okay. Hermione's touched. I don't really understand that at all. Is that line a hint to her being like, I wish I could leave my own husband? <laughs> Yeah, that's weird. I didn't even think of that. I don't know. Cheryl gives another fucking speech. How many speeches does she give in this episode? God. Uh, at the dance, guess what? It's longer in the earlier version. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. She says, I wouldn't have made it through without your unconditional love and healing energy. Who is she saying this to? The crowd. <laughs> Why? Um, <laughs> For what reason? Veronica sees that the jocks are like passing a bottle of alcohol or like a flask around Mm -hmm. um cheryl then says like there's a scholarship fund being formed in jason's name and the money from this dance will go towards that and the scholarship quote will sponsor a deserving student of diversity or disability of my choosing i don't know what that's about that's weird yeah sure so that's all cut and then she introduces josie and the pussycats okay Here's the thing. Okay. Um, like, I read this uh, ages ago, mm. and then I, like, come through. And uh, ages ago really was just ages ago, because <laughs> in the original script, you remember he, he was like, at the beginning, they're playing a sweet child of mine. Mm-hmm. In this version, oh, God. the Pussycats, what are they doing? they're playing an acoustic version of Tears for Fears' Mad World. Oh, my God. I almost screamed. So everyone's slow dancing to Mad World because there is no God. There is only Roberto. (laughs) (laughs) Episode title. (laughs) I think we found it. I mean, it's either that or illustrious, but (laughs) I think we'd better go with the latter option. Oh my god. Yeah, so they're playing Mad World at the dance, obviously. Um, wow. So this just has been a plan from the beginning to d- have Mad World be a- involved in some ca- sure. capacity. Oh, god. And except in the real version, real version, final version, doesn't, doesn't Cheryl say something like, this is the song I was conceived to? Yes. Cool. Yes, she does say that. And that song is apparently All Through the Night by Cindy Lauper. Mm-hmm. Um... So still a weird vibe, for sure. Oh, for sure. Just in a different way. There's a real... It's so awkward, Betty asking Archie, like, Oh, could we be a couple? Could you see it? Um, it's even more awkward in the earlier version where she says, <laughs> I have this fantasy of us being a power couple, Archie. <laughs> no, don't, don't... Do not open with that. 
Do not open with that. That's not the cringy part. Oh, God. The Kim and Kanye of Riverdale High. Uh, Betty! (laughs) Betty, they're... I mean, I know that they weren't back then, but they are divorced now. (laughs) Also... divorcing. Are... I... 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 What? Yeah, also what the fuck are you talking about right now? Because he's a musician and she's hot? Like, she sets it up with being like, wow, now we're a cheerleader and a football player. Well, he... I do, I do not get it. Um, yeah, no. Me either. And then he really subtly looks from her over to Grundy, and then we get a flashback. Uh, <laughs> I hate flashbacks. Archie with Miss Grundy lying on a blanket on one side of the river. Intimate. Forbidden. I love that he specified they're on only one side of the river. Like, yeah. they, they wouldn't be on both. How can, you can't actually... <laughs> They wouldn't be together at that point if one's on one side and one's on the other. Yeah. And the river's too wide for you to just kind of lay across it <laughs> and reach both banks. She's got to step across his abs. So, a uh, little confused about the specificity, <laughs> the, the apparent need for specificity there, but okay. Um. Why not? She's like, we should get back to town before people start waking up. Archie says, it's the fourth. Everyone's sleeping in. Is huh? that a thing? <laughs> Is anyway. it supposed to be like, it's a holiday, so everyone's gonna, like, relax? Maybe, because we're gonna stay up late tonight with fireworks? I don't know. I know, speaking of, the unmistakable sound of a loud gunshot, okay. followed by a girl's scream, Cheryl's. Oh. They mentioned this earlier, where it's like, we heard a scream. I'm really interested in that, and we're never gonna find out anything about it, but apparently in this okay. early version... The Cheryl scream was important. Like, Cheryl was present with whatever happened. Oh. I don't know. Thought that was kind of neat. Yeah. That definitely begs a lot of questions. Yeah. About why she's not saying anything to anyone. Yeah. Maybe, like, the thing was she would have been being blackmailed or something? But, I mean, I guess it never really matters because it's not what happened. No. The final product. Mm. Hey, guess what? Reggie's back. The flashback is interrupted because Reggie is drunk as hell. Awesome. And he bar- yeah, fuck yeah, he is, my boy. <laughs> he barrels into the two of them. Hell yes. And Reggie, thank you. Thank you. You saved me from this. I'm grateful for ever and always. La 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 ladies. La 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 ladies. And he's super mad. Uh-huh. You made varsity. You did. You don't even like football. Oh my god. I was next in line. It was Jason, then me. And Jesus. She's <laughs> like... What? <laughs> um, and then Reggie tries to punch him, but Archie's too fast and, like, does a martial arts thing and twists his arm behind his back. <laughs> and then Veronica and Cheryl arrive, and Cheryl ends cool the scene. Cool they also teach martial arts on the construction site. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta defend yourself against the I-beams. The brick. Yep. <laughs> They're known... To come out of nowhere and just attack you, so... So, you know, you go. don't even worry about it. <laughs> Cheryl ends the scene with, Hold that thought, Veronica. So I guess they were just talking, except that's never specified, so she looks a bit insane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like, we weren't, we weren't talking. <laughs> I, I know you were having a thought. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, Jesus. Hold that thought, Veronica, because I've ordered a fleet of Ubers to take us to my after party. Attendance is mandatory for river vixens, I'm afraid. And boys, let's channel all this healthy young male aggression into something more productive, shall we? Let's not. My parents are away, but their liquor cabinet is open for business. There'll be sex, booze, and party games galore. End of Act 4. So we don't get... (laughs) She's in the mood for chaos. No. Um, But we do get whatever the fuck that is. Yeah, I don't know... I guess we're allowed to say Uber? Because, like, Veronica says Uber later on in the final product. Uber's mentioned a few more times in the early one. <laughs> Weird that that's the brand we're allowed to go I with. I know. <laughs> um, Is Riverdale sponsored by Uber? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. In the final product, we're close. Because this is the sh- <laughs> tiny, these are the tiny, tiny acts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we go right to, like, the truth or dare, or no, the spin the bottle heaven seven minute thing we yeah, go straight there that bullshit um we don't do that in the original okay or uh, the early draft what are we um, gonna do instead i'm very afraid weirdly cheryl's after party is more packed than the dance there are indeed bars with bartenders kegs tiki torches 
<laughs> okay. We find our kids in a clump holding red solo cups. Other partygoers are jumping into Cheryl's pool. The music's ridiculously loud. So great. Uh, so happy. Everyone's for them. yelling to be heard, and Betty's like, "Where's the bathroom?" And Cheryl's like, "It's over there." And Veronica takes the opportunity to matchmake again, and she's like, "Archie, go with her to make sure she doesn't get crushed by the crowd." And Archie's like, oh, "Yay!" <laughs> and then so he and Betty go in search of a bathroom. <laughs> They're in like the upstairs hallway, one of many, I assume, at the you know Thornhill. Um, Archie and Betty walking down a hall trying to find the bathroom. They're both tipsy, taking in the grandeur. And I don't know if it's mentioned that they're tipsy because what they do is really weird. Oh, God. <laughs> um, Betty just, like, opens a random door. Okay. And I guess she's looking for the bathroom, but um, it is Jason's room. Oh, God. What is she about to do to Jason's <laughs> so room? So here's the description. Archie and Betty walk into Jason's perfectly preserved bedroom. The vibe they get is nothing's been changed since the accident. They look around. At all the trophies Jason accumulated, at all these photos of the Blossom family, it's super creepy and shrine-like. Uh-huh. On Jason's desk, Betty finds a ratty copy of Catcher in the Rye. Oh my god. Pressed in its pages, barely sticking out, there's a strip of photos, like from a photo booth. Betty pulls it out. It's photos of Jason with Polly before her fall from grace. Oh She's blonde, wholesome, wearing a cheerleading outfit, and here, now... We understand why it means so much to Betty to be a vixen. She pockets the photo. Meanwhile, Archie looks at all the shelves. What the fuck? Okay, so they just found this kid's bedroom, walked right the fuck in. This dead kid's bedroom. And she stole some of one of his belongings. Like it was nothing. Um, yeah, Catcher in the Rye. Thanks, everyone. I also, I don't know. Thanks, everyone. I don't know how odd, like, this is. Like, the shrine-like preserving thing, that doesn't seem, like, it seems unsettling. It doesn't seem super creepy to me, though. He's no. only been dead, like, barely two months. Yeah. I. It's not like, what, Mrs. Havisham in the attic? Like, this is, <laughs> this is like, it has not been decades. Yeah. This is fresh. Yeah, like, yeah, they're probably, this is their son and brother, so... And it happened not that long ago. They're probably not ready to deal with his stuff. There's a lot of emotion that goes through, like, goes into, like, getting rid of a dead loved one's things and, like, sorting through them. Like, what the fuck? I don't get it's it. It's not even that creepy. I don't get it. It's just emotional. <laughs> anyway, Archie's looking at the shelves and he's like, wow, we lived in this place and went to school in the same place and I don't even know who his friends are. And it's like, okay. Yeah, then... that is weird, actually, because <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that none of you apparently fucking know each other, even though you spend literally all day together. But then a voice from off screen says, my son was a private person. Uh-oh! SpaghettiOs! They it's... <laughs> Her. <laughs> they turn towards a tall, regal, heavily doped up woman. Okay. In a silk robe with red hair. Yeah. Otherworldly. She's Penelope Blossom. Yeah. So now we've got uh, the Cooper family ladies are all on uppers. Uh-huh. Seems like the Blossom family is on downers. Mm-hmm. Why are all the moms on drugs? Why are all the moms on drugs? Because later on, there's a mention of Hermione being like, oh, I was about to take my Ambien. And it's like, why are all the moms on drugs? <laughs> what is the message here? <laughs> I'm confused. Um, before anything can get to it of hand, Cheryl appears awesome. and says, go back to bed, mommy, and try not to wake daddy. Uh, that way to the left and then come down to the basement. We're going to play a game. She's to Betty and Archie. Remember how like two seconds ago she said my parents are out of town? Yeah. Also, doesn't Betty have to pee? Yeah, that's where the ba- that way to the left. Um, oh, I, I think see. is directed at them. Okay. So I don't know how the blossoms are sleeping through anything. I don't know why she said they're out of town. Yeah. Um, I don't know why this doesn't enrage her. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why Jason's door isn't locked. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of questions here. Truly, I can see why they removed this because it really does not have any bearing on anything. No. Final version, they go to the living room to spin shit. Yeah. In this version, they go to, and I quote, Mr. Blossom's man cave. 
Oh. <laughs> we, he, we don't even hear his name. I... What? <laughs> his man cave, huh? Eerily lit by dozens of candles, wood paneled, animal heads on the walls, hunting rifles in a display case. What a man cave this is. Fuck me. A man cave is where he keeps his illustrious butt. <laughs> <laughs> That's wretched hey guess what reggie is still super drunk but now he's getting like really sloppy and so he says to archie bro bro i love you you're my (laughs) hermano i forgive you what (laughs) you're my hermano i love reggie i love especially in this version yeah (laughs) reggie slaps (laughs) he's hilarious what the fuck this is the best bro bro I love you. La 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 ladies. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, What the fuck is this? And Cheryl says, I assume everyone knows what a rainbow party is. Once again, I believe that was a, like, that was a thing, like, in the 90s. Mm -hmm. Veronica was like, it's an urban legend, bitch. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And so, like, I'm glad they referenced that. But again, like, what, what, what? Because immediately after that, Cheryl goes, oh, relax, prude. If I wanted to host a rainbow party, I would have invited a different crowd. <laughs> Which Then why did you who? bring it up Yeah, so what's, so what's the joke? What's the point? Yeah, what the fuck? Uh, don't even worry about it. Both versions have kept Archie as the Ginger Stallion, capital G, capital S. Uh, <clears throat> okay. And Ar- <laughs> Reggie Um, Because Cheryl's like I nominate Archie And Archie's like "Uh," But Reggie in both versions is like yeah And he yells yes Andrews yes I love him But then after the thing lands on Betty um, Actually in the later version It's an actual bottle and it lands between the two of them In the earlier version Cheryl takes out a virtual like, she's got an app on her phone Why? and then nudges the table so that it points at Betty. Subtle. Sure. <laughs> and after that, Reggie chants again. So we get, yes, Andrews, yes. And then we get, yes, stud, bulldogs. <laughs> what is going on with Reggie? I don't know. What is happening? But I love him. I love yes, stud. Bulldogs! I want to give him just the biggest <laughs> hug anyone's ever given anybody. He's amazing in this version. I, I, he's the bright light. He truly is. In this dark, dark. Yeah, in this dark, dark. In this dark. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> um, Cheryl is like, oh, Veronica. Or sorry, so it lands on Veronica, not Betty. I was misspeaking before. Mm. Right. Um, so, so forgive me, uh, Cheryl. <laughs> What just happened to you? I don't know. You okay? Are no. you okay? <laughs> no, I'm. It's close. We're at the closet. Cheryl's like, haha, if you don't, then the host has to go in. I don't understand this as a threat because yeah. if sh- if the threat is if you don't do it, I will. Why? I. Uh, like, this might so be me what, showing then? my like inexperience. Like. Is, is is it like, oh no, she's going to have seven minutes and Cheryl's going to seduce him and uh, neither of us are going to get to be with Archie? Because, like, Archie doesn't seem, like, too preoccupied in any way with Cheryl. Maybe it's supposed to be like, oh, well, it's going to make Archie uncomfortable if he's in there alone with Cheryl, so I better do it so that I can just kind of, like, hang out with him and uh, be, like, a pal, but then they just make out anyway, so yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, maybe that's it. Just... it doesn't matter it just really doesn't matter <laughs> cheryl make sure to tell them seven minutes two taylor swift songs sure great. okay um, thank you cheryl for that <laughs> the closet scene is very very similar uh except that right at the beginning in the older draft there's this really weird thing where um like their phones light up and veronica's like how much time do we have left and archie's like six minutes and 40 seconds so they've been in there for 20 seconds and then he says do you miss new york and she says it's been less than a week but yes then he says six minutes 20 seconds left there are no indicators of pauses of any sort so how did do you miss new york it's been less than a week but yes take 20 seconds because see they're talking like do you miss 
my note. I like to think they just spoke really slowly. <laughs> so they cut that. Um, she keeps pressing him about, like, do you like Betty? Do you? Could you? Would you? Uh, would you? Would you? On a boat? Would you? Would you? With a goat? <laughs> and <laughs> um, his answer is much more ambiguous in the newer one. He's just like, I've never felt what that thing I'm supposed to feel is with Betty. In the earlier one, he says, I uh, know what you're trying to do get us together, but it's not gonna happen. And then, I've never felt whatever the thing I'm supposed to feel is with Betty. Okay. So, firstly, first draft makes him a little bit less stupid, again, yeah. him being like, I see what you're doing. Yeah. And also, like, he actually really shuts it down. Yeah. Um, and there's two lines added to the end of this where they're like, we shouldn't do this. We definitely shouldn't do this. And then they make out I don't know why that's there. It's such a fast fucking turnaround for Veronica. Yeah. Especially if this happens in about 40 seconds. Yeah, what the fuck? I, I, don't, under, I don't understand this. Maybe I've just never been in a closet with someone, like, super hot. <laughs> Maybe I'd change my mind, but <laughs> I, yeah. Um, end of Act 5. Kind of act five. You know how you have to set a scene, like interior. Uh, oh god, yeah. This one's funny to me just because it says interior, blossom home, basement, night. Six point five minutes later. <laughs> it's just so exact. Later. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? So Reggie's barely conscious. Awesome. <laughs> She's just lying on the couch groaning when they come out, and Cheryl's oh, like, "Meanwhile, who's driving that hot mess home?" <laughs> I love Reggie. In the he's still awake in the other version though, in the one we actually see, the final one where he yells, "Nailed it! Yes!" When they get, <laughs> when they come back to the living room. Oh my god! Um, we get the iconic spiraled and fled line. Yes. Um, which we don't get in the earlier version. Hmm. Uh, because Veronica immediately is like, Archie can drive Reggie home. I'll call an Uber for myself. Um, which is interesting, and that's why she's like. No, Betty does not want both of us tracking her down. Yeah. Um, I kind of like that one because she takes, like, the initiative where it's like, no, I know what to do here and I volunteer you because we can't. Yeah. Um, in the newer version, though, she ends that up with, we messed up, which, like, yeah. Uh, yes, you did. From the look on Veronica's face, we can tell. She's already regretting those seven minutes. Then why did you do it, Veronica? Is there something I am missing? Is this is sexual tension that powerful? It's like, were you like, were, were they even that drunk? Because I could see like if you're really drunk, you're just like not really thinking, and you're like, well, whatever. But like, <sighs> clearly not enough to. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> like what? Because Archie was apparently a bit tipsy earlier. We never hear anything out about Veronica, and Archie now is apparently good enough to drive. Yeah. So. <sighs> Clearly not that drunk. And then we get a Cooper House scene that doesn't exist in the final draft. We see Betty because she's like, you know, sad. Yeah. So she's standing well, what else is new? outside the black Rothko door. Okay. Saying, Polly, are you in there? I'm I'm sorry about that stupid fight on the verge of tears. It's just so hard sometimes, you know, with mom and everything. We remember in this moment that Betty's actually only 16 years old. Please, Polly, if you're in there, talk to me. Let me in. Polly is standing just inside her room against the door, listening but not answering Betty. Thoughts. <sighs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I'm still really weirded out by the door. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get past the door. Doors and, and doormen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, that's a bummer. That's it really is. sad. It is. It's also really weird. It is. Like, <laughs> I just don't really, like, uh, I kind of feel like it might have been fun for <laughs> Polly to be the, like, troublemaker. Like, she's the, like, rebellious one. Mm. And so Betty, and I do kind of like that about this version, mm. um, especially with Betty trying to, like, compensate for her sister in that way, and that would make her even more, like, stressed and anxious yeah. and, and and insecure. I do kind of like that. This scene is just kind of bumming me out, honestly. <laughs> yeah. 
the gall of him to be like, we remember she's only 16. And it's yeah, like, like, yes. Do you remember that? Roberto, yeah. who keeps describing 16-year-olds oh. as being, like, beautiful and, 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 like, ethereal and... <laughs> like, if we forget... It's your fault because you keep trying to make us forget that with the situations you're putting them in. Yeah. I also... Okay. This is 2015. Right. She's standing outside Polly's door. Yeah. Polly's on the other side, not saying anything. Mm Mm-hmm. If I say... Polly, do you want to build a snowman? (laughs) That is this scene. This is Frozen. I don't understand. You're right. <laughs> I don't understand. Why Footloose and Frozen? Those are two very strange films to be not only referencing, but ripping off in some ways. So blatantly. It's... And then we get a parallel Veronica scene where okay. she's in the back of an Uber, <laughs> leaving a voice message for her dad. Mm-hmm. And she says, you won't get this till the weekend, but I didn't want you worrying. Mom's fine. I'm fine. We hope you're holding up. And... As with Betty, we see how young and vulnerable Veronica is here. How alike they are, in a way. Are they? She's, <laughs> she's fighting tears. And I wanted to tell you, I'm trying, Daddy. I'm trying so hard. Stop, Daddy. Um, <laughs> two sides of the same Jonas Coyne. No. no. This is replaced by um, her going in, like, arriving home, and Hermione being like, hey, how are things? And she's like, mm-hmm, and then doesn't talk. Right. I kind of like this because it implies the difference between, like, how she acts with her parents, where it's like, okay, she'll she'll let her guard down with her dad, or at least over the phone. Yeah. And it implies there's more tension with her mom. I don't know. I like that, and I do think it's not a bad parallel. Yeah. Um, And now we get to what I think is the best scene of this episode. Okay. Unironically. Oh. And I really would love to hear your thoughts. All right. So Archie has just dropped off a drunk Reggie. Awesome. And so he's out looking for Betty and he passes Pops. Right. And he sees Jughead. Okay. Okay. Archie goes in to say hello. Jughead, who sits in front of his open laptop and a cold half-drunk cup of coffee. Archie lifts his hand. Signs H-E-Y. Jughead signs back H-E-Y. Then Jughead turns on a hearing aid he wears in his right ear beneath his weird hat. Note, when Jughead talks in this scene, it's with the same voice as in our VO, but the cadence is different, slower. It's the voice of someone who's forgotten what he sounds like. Remember earlier when the waitress comes by to refill his coffee? And they don't talk, it's all gestures? I love this! In the original casting breakdown, they ask for an actor who is hard of hearing. Oh. So this was... And we ended up with fucking Cole Sprouse. <laughs> yeah, it was hard to... Some, um, it was hard to deal with. Ha ha! Uh-huh. A hearing-impaired actor is being sought to play Jughead as an emo heartthrob. That is... I love that. It's really interesting. That's it really... It adds a whole new thing. Really interesting. It adds a whole new thing to feeling like an outsider. It yes. makes what he knows and what he doesn't way more ambiguous. And it also gives him a reason for the hat. I lost my mind. I love the idea also that, like, you know, maybe Archie's the only person that at school, aside from, like, maybe, like, aides and teachers and stuff, who knows how to sign. Mm. And, like, that shows how, like, close they are. Like, Archie's the only person who bothered to learn. Yeah. And also, like, that makes sort of the falling out they have even more tragic because this is the only friend Jughead has... At least, like, for a long time, like, the only person he was able to communicate with. Yeah. You know? Like, I love that. That's really... You could have done so much with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's really beautiful. I like that a lot. It's also really interesting. That's a cool idea. Jughead gives much less away. When I was saying, like, people are meaner, Jughead is much colder in this. And I think it's better. Yeah. He doesn't... When he he's asked what he's writing, Jughead just says, novel. And Archie says, cool, still. And Jughead goes, takes a while, had a breakthrough this summer, finally landed on something to write about. And then he mentions, like, uh, oh, so varsity. In this, in the version we get, he says, my novel, it's about this summer, and Jason Blossom. And it's like, he, he's so, like, like, he gives that away for free. 
Like, you can tell that Jughead is stonewalling him in yeah. this first version. Um, oh. It's really neat. We get uh, That's a really cool idea. We get Archie getting existential and asking, like, did Jughead do what he wanted to... Nope. Jason. <laughs> um, 17 years old, how will he be remembered as captain of the water polo team? Jughead says the Aquaholics. Considering how he died, probably not. Aquaholics? Are you kidding me? Must we? Um, and then Archie says, no, what I mean is, was he doing everything he was supposed to, everything he wanted? I mean, did he even know what that was? Jughead changes the subject, and then that's when they talk about varsity and whatever, and that's the version we get that's much shorter, because then Archie's like, I don't know about football, man. I'm just afraid I lost my best friend tonight, and Jughead's like, just go talk to her, would have helped, would have helped with me. Yeah. And that's where the scene ends here. When Archie says he's terrified he lost his best friend in the older version, Jughead says, yeah, you do that a lot. Guys! That's really good! That's really good! The, the, I really, I'm see. furious. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense for Jughead to be cold in this version. Like, it makes a lot of sense for him to be really, really mad and hurt. And, like, here's the thing. Leave that. Take out everyone else being fucking mean to each other, because that's weird and unnecessary. Yep. And leave this in, and, and, uh, That's really cool. It is. Um, and then he says, like, the talk to her would have gone along with me. And then Archie goes, I was actually thinking, putting it out there, I would maybe write her a song <laughs> to explain exactly how much she means to me. <laughs> the action is, Jackhead silent. Doesn't give a shit about Archie's music story. <laughs> Honestly, same. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. And also, Archie's making it about him again. Yeah. Of course, Jughead's not gonna... I don't know. It shows so much there. Yeah. That's, Archie I says... Like that. Archie asks Jughead if he knew Jason, which is weird because you think you'd know that. And yeah. Jughead, like, shakes his head. And then they have the little existential exchange about water polo. But Archie asks a different question. He doesn't ask if Jason had goals or if he even knew what they were. He asks, what I mean is, did he make this place, this shitty town, better? Jughead says, the Jason blossoms of the world rarely do. <laughs> Guys! <laughs> Sorry, I forgot we were doing a podcast for a yeah, second. I'm so just, like, processing. That's, like... There's so there's so much in this scene. There is, I know. And they got rid of all of the good parts. I How and they do uh, that. There's, and yeah. I don't really know what that means, but it could be setting up the South Side thing, where it's like the preps of this world rarely do. What have they ever done for me, for my family, for my dad? Yeah. Or it could be just like whatever it ends. Or it could be even like you know people who who die too soon in a really jaded way. Maybe Jughead's feeling real jaded about that. Like, Maybe you because he's you know this kid is dead. He can't reach his full potential anymore. Like like how is he supposed to change the world? Kind of thing. Like and we get another Archie goal where it's like he wants to make a difference. He wants to be someone. Yeah. Yes, like he he wants to mean something to the world. Although we get Archie saying the fuck word, which oh. is the first time we've heard it in the uh, not action. Uh, yeah. Juggy, I'm sorry, man. And um, not Roberto <laughs> jacking himself off. Yeah, apparently. honestly. Jeez. <laughs> I never said that to you, but I'm so fucking sorry. And Jughead says, for which part of it? All of it, everything. I was a real dick. Yeah, you were. What do you want me to say? What do you even want, Archie? I don't want to die without being friends again. Jug There's so much. Okay, that's good too. Jughead considers this. Uh -huh. I don't even know you, Archie. You might as well be Jason Blossom to me. Now, consider that the context of this is that Archie didn't go on a road trip with Jughead. <laughs> I can't. Well, well, in brackets, Jughead takes a sip of coffee. That's all he's saying tonight. Yep, we'll be picking this story up in episode two. Shut the fuck up. Roberto. Yeah, for Roberto. For two seconds. We know. That's how TV works. <laughs> like, you have to explain to me how a show works. Like, I know each episode you, like, end with, like, something unresolved that you pick back up in the next episode. That's how it works. I've seen- I've watched TV before, Roberto. I can't get over how, like, much there was. And how they excised all of it. They were like, let's make this- <laughs> Sometimes things that are aired are worse. 
Um, Veronica comes home. Hermione's like, I was about to take my Ambien. All the mums are on drugs. Uh, how was the dance? And then Veronica doesn't really say anything. So Hermione's like, I had a nice time with Alice tonight. I think she could be an ally, which is an interesting term. Yeah. This overlaps with the Cooper residence. We are two and a half pages before the end of this. And this is the first time we see Hal. <laughs> Cocked <Hal>. again. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair... We also left Jughead alone in the cafe, apparently, all day. Timelessly. There's, uh... What on earth is going on here? Okay, are you ready for this? Because this is a mind blow that... I'm a little Alice nervous. Alice says she knew. Hermione knew what her husband was doing. She said that? Of course not. She lied. The way she did in high school. Like when she tried to steal you away from me. Whoa, okay. Helen Hermione... Imagine. Hermione was after Hal. Of all people. And he goes, oh, come on, Alice. Hermione was a flirt. She flirted with everyone. Alice is not having it. <laughs> she and her daughter are a story, Hal. The story that's going to change everything for us. For the register. Everything the Blossom story wasn't. Be careful, Alice. You're spinning into butter? Sure. Okay. The Lodges are still a powerful family. Alice fixes her husband with a warning stare. Daggers there. Uh-huh. You be careful, Hal. I don't want history repeating itself. Hermione broke your heart once. She'll do it again. (laughs) Oh my god. It's interesting that we're getting a lot more parental backstory in this version. Yeah. Archie comes home. Betty's there. Everyone's sad. (laughs) Yeah, Um, that is the show, isn't it? (laughs) Do you like me? Um, She asks him also, like, if he respects her and, like, enough to be honest with her, which I think is a good line, but they cut it. She also says, like, I'm not going to ask you what you did with Veronica at Cheryl's. That was just a stupid party game, but they cut the party game line, which gives her more maturity. (sighs) (laughs) Um, The two lifelong friends look at each other, hearts breaking. A truth between them finally spoken aloud. Shut up! (laughs) And post-dance. Kevin and British hottie Devin Devin have come here for an illicit tryst. They're on the river's edge. Wrestling to take each wow. other's shirts and pants off. Wrestling. Devin, what do you like to do? Kevin. I feel like an idiot saying Devin to Kevin. I'm versatile, but we can, but can we, could we maybe just start with skinny dipping? Devin stops, looks at Kevin. It's actually kind of sweet. Devin. Yeah, sure. That's brilliant. Guys. <laughs> Guys. I know there's some interesting stuff with Moose there, but let, I, 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 yeah. I kind of like that. That's re- it's really sweet. It's like, They're not just... sure. It's not Kevin, like, whipping his belt off and being like, ha ha, love me a I, closet case. I also really like the idea of Kevin, like, at the beginning, acting, like, almost, like, <gasps> way too sexual. Yes! Because, actually, he's really nervous and shy, and maybe oh. he hasn't actually done anything. And he's just, but he just wants people to think that he has so that he can impress them or or, yep. or or make them believe in him or something. But when it comes down to it, he's like, I, can we just skinny dip? Like, can we start with that? Like, he's nervous, you know? <sighs> like, that, that adds depth. There's it depth. Does. <laughs> um, anyway, in the other version, it's, Moose has a line that I think is interesting that's really heavy. For the record, I'm not gay. Obviously not, Moose. You're on the football team. Okay. I do like that line. Uh, but if you were gay, what would you like to do? And Moose says everything but kiss. And I feel like that's brushed over in the pilot, I think, like the actual version. But I don't know. Yeah. That's a really interesting line. Yeah. Um. Anyway. There's some good lines in this OG draft that yes. I'm kind of Well, that of one's actually the, the final one. Oh, that is... Okay, um, sorry. In the... Oh, no, that it wasn't clear. In the final one, Moose's... Uh, like, dude, are you okay? Because Kevin trips over the body. In this one, Devin trips and yells, bloody hell. There's a couple things in here where he's actually really sure to put in Britishisms, and I do appreciate it, because it sticks out when they don't. That's really funny. Jason Blossom's waterlogged, rotten corpse, tangled in river weeds, half his face eaten by fish, a bullet hole in his forehead, and Mm -hmm. Kevin goes, oh shit. Yeah, that's what happens to bodies. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, and then we end with the closing via, um, (laughs) Jughead tells us, by the way, at the end of the Archie Betty scene that, like, two hearts were broken, and I'm still genuinely not sure which two hearts he's talking about, like, hers Mm -hmm. and his, I don't know. But apparently the night was- I assume so. The night was far from over. Yeah. 
Uh, literally right now, it's morning. Okay. So, the night, I guess, was actually pretty close to being over. Yeah. Um, so, Jaghead is just sort of like, uh, buh, 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 wow, it's everyone, <laughs> it's buh, everyone, buh, buh. we're all here. <laughs> the world around us has changed forever. Everyone's at the river's edge. Uh, it's specified that Cheryl climbs into the ambulance after Jason's body, quote, bizarrely without her parents, which is interesting. Oh. And the voiceover to close is very similar. Riverdale wasn't the same town anymore. Um, and I still think both are kind of weak endings that an arrest would be made in uh, fifth period. Yeah. The other one ends with shaking the very foundation of Riverdale High, which is a bit much, but I don't know. I think it's better. Yeah. It's all right. Tree. <gasps> Hi. Hello. Guess what? The second we finished giving the episode description my computer just shut the fuck off it uh, it it was like no more and then we'd been down here for so long trapped in a basement so long <laughs> uh, <laughs> no one would let us out because <laughs> i don't know how to pace things and i don't know how to open doors <laughs> so you can see where the problem comes in. i actually have paws little cat paws instead of human hands mm, it's true and cannot work door knobs. don't know how to do it so um sorry we don't have super detailed closing thoughts about it um here are my closing thoughts yes i i remember because you told me earlier today that jughead was better <laughs> and so i believe you and i do recall thinking wow jughead is better so that's my closing thought uh i have just the one um i oh uh and that jughead was deaf and then that was cool and i really liked that mm-hmm. that's it Yep. Um, and honestly, I think that is a great takeaway, um, is what could have been just all the more painful that it's not what we have. Uh, frat boy Reggie was somehow even better than we could ever have imagined. Than we could have ever asked. And their blatant ripoff of Footloose is still completely baffling to me. Yeah. Um. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm glad they added, uh, uh Sheriff Dad, though. Yeah. Instead of Detective What's his fuck? What his <laughs> fuck? I'm gonna start using that. That's a good one. But yes, um, we're we're coming back. We're coming back. We're back. It's happening. We're back. Oh <laughs> we're God. recording this two months later. Why did they let us do this? <laughs> why did they let us come back? I don't know who they are, but why? 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 Anyway. <laughs> I think uh, that's that. I think that's that. Bye. Bye. Toilet paper. Um, I'm just gonna wrestle. For oh a yeah, second. wrestle, 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 wrestle.